Hello and welcome to Builders Voices. This podcast is brought to you in association with the Federation of Master Builders. Today, we are joined by Sam Eden, who is the director of the FMB's London Hub. We're tackling an issue which is a difficult one for member house building companies. We are looking at how house builders can navigate the emerging ultra-low emission zones across the UK, set up with laudable aims, but perhaps causing some adverse results for a wide range of SMEs in their day-to-day business. LEZ and ULEZ schemes are already in place across some of our larger cities and growing in number. London's ULEZ was launched earlier this year, meaning some significant impacts on small businesses and their vehicle movements. Hi, Sam. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me on. So for anyone not too familiar, could you please explain the introduction of London's low emission zone in 2008 and how it targets commercial vehicles and now the ULES, which has taken it even further? The, the low emission zone was brought into place in 2008 in London. And I think at that point, it, it, it didn't hit everybody as, as much as it's hit them now because we already had congestion charge. It was very central London and a lot of our uh, builders, you know, A, don't work in that area. And if they do, it would be now and again. So they possibly could uh, take the charge or uh, pass it on to clients, things like that. What was brought in on the 29th of August is ULES has been brought out to the whole of the Greater London. So pretty much all the way out to the M25. And what that does really is, is you know, that really hits commercial vehicles, but specifically small businesses, because diesel cars and vans that did not meet Euro 6 standards. So most vehicles pre-2015 and certain motorbikes will be affected. Right. So most builders in London will have a van, a diesel van pre-2015. That's pretty much the standard mode of transport. Exactly that. So, 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 yeah, hugely affects uh, our members and uh, and and builders as a whole. Because obviously they're they're using these things every day. Paying twelve pound fifty a day, and actually some some builders work nights as well. So then they have to pay the twelve pound fifty. You know, within the again within the same twenty four hour period. So it's an extra cost carrying materials, tools, staff. You know, subcontractors. You know, this is one of the only industries that does need to travel uh, by van into the cities. And a lot of small businesses, SME builders, operating in, in uh, central London as well. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of them travel from outside of London. You know, these <coughs> scrappage schemes and, and other support don't apply to people that live outside the city. So a lot of builders will travel in daily and actually can't afford to live inside the, the M25. So, you know, they're even affected even more heavily. So, yeah, this is something that doesn't just affect Londoners at all. And the ultra low emissions part, is that also widening the, the, the net in terms of vehicle emissions as well as the area? No. So from my understanding, it's the same uh, emissions. So in all 32 boroughs now, ULEZ charge applies to petrol cars and vans that do not meet Euro 4 standards. So most vehicles pre-2006. And that's why when the mayor says most vehicles, like 9 out of 10, will be compliant already. And they are, because most cars that are travelling in and out are you know going to be petrol plus 2006 but that's obviously when you just lump everything together exactly we're talking specifically about this particular industry and that's why builders specifically are hit more than most people any other sort of practicalities of how it's affecting sme builders working in london i think it possibly it's a it's a it's very much a, a mood feeling right now 
practicalities wise of course you know they can't <laughs> you know they've all most of them are having to to get a you know a retrofit ban a scrappage scheme that has its own complications in terms of the administration side of things the delays whether they can get the vehicles so the practical side of things are absolutely huge but i think from a mood perspective it feels very much like a tax you know an increased tax or way to to increase funding for the mayor and i'll you know i'll paint you a little bit of a picture here if a builder wasn't able to get himself a new van he says to himself right you know what i'll uh, him, he or she says to themselves i'll go via public transport you know i'll carry my tools and, and my two by four and all my equipment and i'll go on the bus and the tube and i'll travel all the way into into london that way and then they get to get to site and a you know a ferrari comes past and he would he or she would say you know why are they able to travel into the city and someone would say well they're able to afford 12 pound 50 a day and that's where it's very frustrating for builders because what really they want is for their industry to be taken account of. And it should be the people that don't need to travel into the city that should be really stopped or punished in this way, you know. Uh, but builders feel like they're the ones being hit. And actually, we need them to travel into the city because we need to retrofit so many homes over the next sort of the mayor has set really strict targets here and he needs them. He needs them. Also, much higher carbon reductions than uh, Part L that the GLA is asking for. So I suppose the, the ultimate kind of uh, result is that people just stop. The ones that are, are coming into Greater London uh, for, from the you know, home counties, they're going to stop doing that if this becomes you know, really problematic. I mean, obviously, London is a profitable city. It's always going to attract you know, uh, uh, builders, but at the moment their margins are being really, really, you know, strongly tightened. And and when when we pinch and pinch and pinch on the margins of builders in 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 the UK, we have a you know it's unlicensed industry. So what happens is you know the work the work falls down. And they try to take on too much work, and then the quality you know falls down. And that's why the Federation of Master Builders is pushing for licensing so that doesn't happen. But ultimately, what builders are looking as they're saying is it affordable you know really for me to work inside the city now you have a really profitable area around London as well you know in terms of the southeast and Surrey and north of London you know these are really really profitable areas and and actually less competitive so a lot of builders are saying well I don't have to pay congestion I don't have to pay you know, tra you know the traffic is a lot easier I don't have to pay you Les you know it's easier to get staff actually why don't I just work outside the city and I'm getting called, you know, I'm, I do a lot of policy, policy work with the government who are saying to me, Sam, you know, how are we going to attract more builders into London to retrofit these homes? I'm sort of saying, well, we need to create, you know, a better pathway for them into the city rather than building hurdles. You know, we need to make it easier for builders. We need to make it more attractive for builders to start working in the city. And at the moment, they're looking at it and saying, I don't think the, you know, I don't think the mayor's got my back here. I don't think he wants me working in town. Yeah, yeah. I think they just put, you know, they parceled the whole thing into one big, you know, if your van's this, if your car's that, you're paying £12.50 a day. When actually there's plenty of people that don't need to travel into the city that are happy to pay £12.50 a day. And that's the problem is, you know, if we were to target them, the roads would be a lot clearer and it would just be the people that need to be in the city in their car or vehicle. What advice would you give to builders across the UK, perhaps, not just in London, whose work? takes them into towns and cities that might implement zones in the near future because we're looking at 
some others incoming, aren't we? We are. You know, all major cities are looking at it now. And I think, absolutely, don't get me wrong, we have a pollution problem, you know, and, and something needs to be done about the air quality. And then I come back to the point, you know, it's very much about who is travelling into the city, not what vehicle, you know, particularly. And we absolutely should be removing these vehicles over a time period. We're looking for more grace period here for builders. We need more time for them to be able to afford to re rethink their fleet. I think for these other cities, I think that the fact that they have, they can see what's happening in London. You know, my advice would be to start looking at your fleet now and start to, you know, to build in the prices over the next two or three years to start making sure that you're, you know, you're bringing in a vehicle that is going to be compliant. But what's to say the goalposts don't get moved again? You know, we're saying 2015, I think potentially diesel vans will be removed completely. So a lot of builders are saying to me, I'm not going to buy a diesel van now. I want a petrol van. So actually the petrol vans are so much more competitive to try and get. I think what you really need to be doing is working with the Federation of Master Builders and lobbying for a, a better policy on this. Maybe working with your, your local mayor and writing to them and saying, we need more time here and we need to be taking account of the fact that we do need to be travelling via these vehicles. And actually, there is plenty of people that could travel in via public transport that don't, that can afford £12.50 a day. And I think it's really about having a voice now and and speaking up and saying we need more grace period and we need the, the whole system to be reviewed. And also almost engineering the whole thing a bit more rather than um, just leaving it to individual businesses to work out what they can afford. There, there are lots of factors involved and, and, you know, you really want to start reading about your vehicle and scrappage and the administration that's involved in that. And, you know, because it's not something that when it kicks in, you can immediately just swap your van in. I think it's happening in Edinburgh, Birmingham. They've got something in Brighton, I think, already. Um, I think at the moment, it's just a matter of a couple of streets and central areas in a lot of these towns and cities but you know it's going to be the same format it will be widened and it's a test period at the moment and that will be widened out i just don't want it to become a political issue you know where it's they're using it to, to get into power rather than actually supporting the people that are struggling right now because i think you know the message needs to be about what do we want from the future of london and we want it to be green and I think it's something like 30% of carbon is, is through our homes. You know, we have some of the leakiest homes in the world in our capital. And we've set some really stringent targets to improve those homes, quite rightly. And it will be SME builders that will retrofit these homes. And we need them to be coming in and doing this. No one else is going to be doing it. So we're, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot a little bit. I'm getting contacted by all sorts of uh, affiliate stakeholders sort of saying, how can we get builders into more green training? How can we get them, you know, doing this sort of work? Where's the support for them financially? Probably they are looking at their business and where they work and saying, you know, is it profitable for me now to continue to work in town? So, yeah, it needs a rethink. You know, you've got to think wider about a builder and, and, and what are the expenses that they have to pay when they're looking at this scheme. And a lot of builders will come to you and say, yeah, but it's not just getting seven grand for a, for a new van, because obviously it's going to cost me double that to really get that van. But it's it's it's. It's replacing the roof bars. It's getting the proper lock system on that van because, you know, tool theft is outrageous. So then they need to replace the locks. They need to get all their branding put on that, switched over onto that. There, there are so many wider costs involved in this that aren't just replacing your van. 
these other builders from from other regions around the country will already be thinking about that and that's their nervousness so that all needs to be taken into account in these cities as well and my advice would be really to push the support and funding for those things which is the, what the federation of master builders are doing we had tfl in a number of times we had them at least three times and we we were part of the reason it got um raised from five thousand to seven thousand pounds for vans uh and that retrofit the grace periods were involved were, were, were pushed because of us and because of what we were saying but you know it's still not enough but it's about fighting the fight really we we're very much aware that there's there's a you know there's an emissions problem in london but again not just the retrofit side of things a lot of my builders will remove asbestos they'll remove mold from you know housing associations things like that these other areas that are now becoming more and more prevalent and, and difficult to come into the city to to improve these sort of dangerous problems you know are we going to see issues like that now because builders are moving away from the city so data is a very confusing thing you know we have the data on emissions right now but we don't have the, the effect the data on the effect of actually builders moving away from working in these in it and are people going to be saying that i need asbestos removal and builders are going to go look i'm sorry i just don't work in that postcode i can't i can't afford to get there for you unfortunately are we going to see that and that is really worrying or it's going to be astronomical for people to be able to afford to have someone come in and and people maybe cut corners and say well actually maybe we're okay where can people find out about car scrappage so you get seven thousand pounds for a scrappage of a van okay now, what I've had is about three builders come to me now. What they're getting is a lot of admin pushback. Can you can you send me that again? Can you send me this again? Or are you able to provide me this or some account? So it's it's quite a slow process. Seven thousand pounds on on a vehicle like that. Yes, that's going to help, but in in no way is it comparable to to buying a new van that's compared to the van you did have. You know, so you are going to be losing out financially builders that are SME builders that have you know admin staff that are able to work in their office for them and they can do this kind of thing daily and can communicate with TFL and find all this paperwork but I also have sole traders that can only do this you know sort of in the evenings and weekends and now and again there's huge waiting waiting um, times for retrofit uh, retrofit in your van and trying to find a trying to find a replacement vehicle as well I think the the last one would be um, what is the FMB's message to the London Mayor about helping builders affected by you, Les, given the housing crisis and the need for a drastic increase in homes and new homes and retrofit? We're in a really really difficult position right now in terms of in terms of um, retrofit. You know, we have around six point two million homes in London, most of which are going to need maintenance so rmi on um or are going to need you know wrapping some sort of retrofit program to improve them and and even if it's coming down to you know heat pumps or or glazing or whatever we need to do in the sme market there are plenty of builders that that build new homes in london not so much you know more on the greater london side of things we're, we're more developing the current stock and um, um what's got what the mayor's saying is you know we really need to do this by 2030 and by that time you know, are we going to have supported these builders and are, is it going to be a profitable area to be coming into? So I think our message going forward to the London mayor is, are you penalising the right people? You know, are, are the right people being supported to come and do what you want to do in the city? 
uh, we need to make it as as it as as attractive as possible. We're working with the London boards. We're we're, we're very much a a regional a federation, and the London board is not done on this topic. And they absolutely do want you know uh, more 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 and more support uh, for its members and and for the wider building industry, but spe- specifically SME builders to be able to access the city. I had a builder say to me, with parking congestion charge, ULES, they were already a thousand pound down on a weekly job before they'd even started work. They're sort of saying to me, you know, it's it's insane because trying to pass that on now to the client is really, really difficult and and something that they're just seeing, you know, people turn away from. But that is going to be what has to happen. It's just going to become more and more expensive to build in the city. The Green Homes Grant gave uh, grants to improve homes, basically, to retrofit insulation, windows. My phone didn't stop ringing from both the public and builders saying, how do I access this and how do I improve my home? And I thought, wow, retrofit has arrived. Here we go. You know, when there's the right funding there and there's the right support there, the take up just went. But it was cancelled after a year. I don't think they really knew what they were doing with it. So uh, sadly, you know, I think... um, I think builders were a little bit affected by that in terms of if something does come out, I think they might be sceptical about how much they invest in training and this sort of thing. And will it be pulled away again from underneath them? So we need to be really, really careful about the next step. It's really good to see that the FMB is continuing to advocate for small house builders on this issue. And as you say, the battle is not yet over on ULES in London in terms of what we can do not to exempt small builders but to ensure that they're not unfairly treated yeah absolutely and and you know thank you very much for for having me on and talking about this this subject and i think builders absolutely agree that something needs to be done in london but all they want is just to do you know be able to to earn a fair pay and to be able to access their place of work effectively that's all if anybody you know wants to get in touch with me on this topic please please do so and so my email is sam eden at fmb.org.uk Many thanks and good luck with the continued fight. And uh, all builders are not the same, so we need to make sure SMEs don't get treated the same as the big boys. Well said. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers, Sam. 